This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1705. Keep Overspending? 5 Genius Tips for Sticking to a Budget by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Sunday bonus episode here on ORD. I'm Greg Audino, and if you are new to these bonus episodes, what we do each week is share an extra episode, one that was previously aired on another show on our network that we think you would enjoy and would be applicable to you. So this one comes from Optimal Finance Daily, all about sticking to a budget, which is, needless to say, often an area of emphasis for couples, you know, buying a home, having children, or generally just navigating life and its big expenses together. So let's get right into it now with Diana's narration as we optimize your life. Keep Overspending, 5 Genius Tips for Sticking to a Budget by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. The first step to getting your financial life together is to create a budget. Many people have no idea where their money's going. How can you reach your financial goals if you have no clue what you're spending your money on? A budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. A budget puts you back in the driver's seat and gives you control over your finances. Some people think budgets are restricting, but the opposite is actually true. A budget gives you freedom by allowing you to reach your goals and to spend money on fun stuff. You no longer need to feel guilty when you spend money. As long as it's in the budget, you're good. Maybe you already have a budget, but you still keep overspending each month. Uh Uh-oh, a budget only works if you stick to it. Here are five essential tips for sticking to your budget. Check in regularly. It's really easy to overspend if you aren't monitoring your spending closely. If you're a money nerd, you might want to compile a spreadsheet of all your purchases. For those of us who don't want to take the time to do that, there's an easy solution with online banking. Log into your account often to check your balance and review your purchases. It's also a good idea to do this in case there's ever a suspicious or fraudulent activity on your account. The sooner you find out about it, the better. Use cash envelopes. Dave Ramsey recommends the cash envelope system. With credit cards, we don't really feel money anymore. We get a bill the following month, and in the meantime, we feel like we have a lot more money than we actually do. With cash, we can see it being taken from us immediately, so we feel it when we make a purchase. With the cash envelope system, you put cash into several different envelopes. You might have one for groceries, another marked eating out or entertainment, and a third labeled haircuts, for example. Once an envelope is empty, you're no longer allowed to spend cash on that category until the next month. The cash envelope system works well because it's very easy to keep track of how much you've spent and how much money you have left. Identify your budget busters. Even frugal people often have one or two areas where they tend to overspend. Mine is groceries and my husband's are Starbucks and eating out. Identify your budget busters and come up with ways to beat them. For example, if your problem is eating out, you could set a goal to get lunch at work once per week instead of every day. If groceries are your budget buster, a common one, try switching to a cheaper store like Walmart or cutting back on prepackaged items and microwavable foods. How about freezing leftovers or using the free Ibota app to earn cash back on groceries? Remember your goals and spend mindfully. Why did you set a budget in the first place? Were you tired of living paycheck to paycheck and always feeling broke? Do you want to pay off debt, save for a down payment on a home, or buy a new car? Remember why you started. 
It might be tempting to go on a mini shopping spree or hit Starbucks daily, but reaching your goals is more important. When you decide to buy something, give yourself some time to think it over. Make sure to ask yourself a few key questions. If I didn't buy this, what could I do with the money instead? Could I buy something similar for a cheaper price somewhere else? How many hours would it take me to earn the money to pay for this? Will I still want this a week from now, a month, a year? Ignore temptation. It's tough to stick to a budget if your friends or family members are always pressuring you to go out and spend money. Explain to them that you're on a budget. If they truly care about you, they should understand. You don't need to avoid them in order to save money. There are plenty of fun things that can be done for free or a low cost. Instead of going to expensive dinner or hitting the bars, suggest something frugal instead. You could try having a board game night, going hiking, playing mini golf, taking your dogs to the park, or checking out a free festival. Stick to your budget. Overspending is a common struggle that many people face. Even the most frugal people often have one or two problem areas where they tend to overspend. If you're having trouble sticking to your budget, make sure to monitor your spending regularly, use the cash envelope system, identify your budget busters, remember why you started budgeting, spend mindfully, and ignore temptation. You just listened to the post titled Keep Overspending, Five Genius Tips for Sticking to a Budget by Jen Hayes of jenhayes.me. Great advice here from Jen on sticking to a budget. Checking in is so important. I actually like to check in monthly on my budget. While I'm tracking my spending daily, my monthly check-in lets me see the full picture of how I did on my spending, and I get to calculate my savings rate and compare it to other months. It's a good time to reset. If I didn't hit my goal, I can analyze why and come up with a plan to do better the next month or figure out if my budget wasn't realistic to begin with. I think in order for a budget to be effective, it needs to be flexible and not a reason to beat yourself up. The best thing about a budget for me is the tracking. I really like to see the progress over time. Looking at my monthly tracking shows me that even if I overspend one month, there are other months when I spend way under budget. Seeing my progress strengthens my resolve to keep going, and I've even extended this tracking practice to other areas of my life. I have quarterly goals for reading and working out and building my business that I track on a goal wall in my office. When I first started doing this, I would quickly give up on the goal if I had a slip up. But now I just document the slip up and I give myself a grade on each goal at the end of the quarter. Can you tell I was a total nerd in school? I absolutely love good grades. So for example, last quarter, I had a goal to complete two 30-day fitness challenges. And when I added it all up, I got a 91% on this goal. Technically, I didn't reach the goal, but 91% is pretty darn good. And now I have a number to beat for next quarter. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day. And I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.